I'm really excited for this because it's not going to be a panel discussion. It's going to be interactive. You guys are going to be doing stuff, so it's going to be awesome. Um, my name is Annika Anand. I'm a co-founder of The Evergrey, um, and I'd like to say thanks to everyone for coming out here today to the Crosscut Festival. Um, Today we are going to be experiencing the Climate Casino, which is an interactive science fiction scenario planning game. Uh, it's led by the founders of Scott.ai. Scout, sorry. Scout.ai. And <laughs> sorry, it's been a long day. Um, and this game will posit participants as hedge fund managers making bets on climate changes, future impacts in Seattle and in the region's economy. So we have Barrett Anderson, who is the CEO and editor-in-chief of Scout.ai a unique journalism organization that publishes analysis and evaluates the near-term implications of technology while gauging opportunity and risk. We also have Brett Horvath, the head of strategy at Scout.ai, and he has previous experience in crowdsourcing and technology policy and consults with corporations, universities, and political campaigns on how to leverage networked economics. We also have Renee Coetzee, She's a climate scientist, educator, and innovator who is gamifying youth data collection for public health issues. She has a really cool job that sounds like you guys should talk to her more about afterward. Um, we would also like to take a minute to thank our sponsors, without whom none of this would be possible. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Killinder Foundation, and our business track sponsor, BECU. So without further ado, take it away, guys. All right, welcome everybody. It's great to see you all here. Um, I'm gonna stand up. I would invite you guys to do the same because this is a, uh, you will all eventually be standing and moving also. I hate to, to tell you. Uh, you can stand up too. Everyone's welcome to stand. Um, but so, so we're here today to play a really interesting and exciting scenario planning game. And we, uh, Brett and I started Scout two years ago with the goal of helping people understand how technology will impact society and civics and politics and the economy. And one of the ways that we have done that is through science fiction. Um, many of you may know uh, there are the CIA and the NSA and presidents have worked with science fiction authors for a very long time uh, to help them understand the future of specific technologies and how to plan for the future. One of our, our authors, uh, Greg Baer, actually was a part of a group that used to give Ronald Reagan weekly science fiction briefings when he was in office. And his policy staff got 30 to 40 page weekly science fiction briefings. Um, so, uh, I mean, the other, the other half of this is that uh, a lot of, so many top CEOs rely on science fiction to help them plan for the future, right? So Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, uh, Larry Page, Sergey Brin, they have all cited science fiction as fundamental to shaping the, their worldview and helping them create the visions of the products that they're building. So the iPhone, for example, was first found in Star Trek, right? Didn't come from nowhere. Um, and so today, the game that we're playing is designed to help you guys think like science fiction authors uh, and to think about the future and some of the dynamics that we in the Puget Sound area will be experiencing in the next 50 to 100 years when it comes to climate. Uh, and then also to help you think about how those might affect local businesses and kind of how those things will play out. So it's fun, it's designed to be fun, um, but we hope you will also, uh, it will also like make you think. Um, and also get us thinking in a way that we don't normally think every day as the average person going around in the world. So, with that. Can I just add one yeah, thing? Yeah, you want to add? The game uh, will hopefully help you think like science fiction authors and hedge fund managers. Yes. 
hashtag disaster capitalism. So, uh, as Brett mentioned, today you're all part of Seattle-based hedge funds, betting on climate destruction and adaptation in the year 2045. So you'll be breaking up into teams, um, and then you'll be coming up with a brand for each of your individual hedge funds. Um, the best performing hedge fund will get an invite to Elon Musk's luxury Mars colony estate. The second best performing hedge fund will get an invite to Jeff Bezos' robotic slave warehouse space station. Not a relaxing existence, but at least you're off the rock. And third place gets Miami real estate and a set of steak knives. So. <laughs> so let's get started. So we're, we're gonna need to break up into four distinct groups. Um, so what I would suggest is that um, let's split uh, let's see, let's split like right along this line right here. Um, if you want to go, you know, if you have friends on one line or the other, that it's, you can stay with them, that's fine. Um, but from this third row back, or from third row forward, um, this group needs to kind of all conglomerate over here. You're gonna be working together to make decisions. So from starting, let's say starting here, we need you guys to move over so that you're all sitting in relatively the same area and you can talk to each other. Okay, and then same here, over here, this way. Um, and then from this last fourth row, same thing up in that fourth corner, and then same thing up here. Okay, so you guys have about five minutes right now <laughs> to introduce yourselves to each other and come up with a name for your hedge fund. No pressure, and we'll report back in five minutes with your name, okay? Okay, all right, we have some teams that are ready to go. What, what, let's start, let's start in the back. Let's start in the back left. What do you guys, what's your name? Yes. You are in the year 2045, but you're investing as if it is the year 2045, based on clues that I will be giving you. You don't need to know that yet. All you need right now is a name for your hedge fund. Fund 45. Okay, you get that, Renee? Yep. All right. Uh, back right, do you guys have a name? Atlantis. Atlantis, all right. <laughs> all right. This is a comp, this, these guys are gonna be, these guys are gonna be trouble, I can tell. All right, and finally, our last group over here. Net zero fund. Net zero fund. I, that sounds very professional. I like it. Net zero fund. Okay, guys, I need you to be. I need you to do your attention for just a few more minutes. Um, so we have all of our funds up here. Each of you will start with a, a hundred million dollars in your fund, and you're. We'll give you more once you win. Uh, your, your goal is to be the hedge fund with the biggest profits. You want to have the most money at the end of this game. Um, so, a hundred million Bitcoin would be worth a lot more than that. You're right. Um, okay, so each, each, uh, each fund gets to make three bets per round. Um, and 
Renee will be passing out these directions to you guys, sets of directions, so you can you you'll have these in your groups. Um, but uh, you can either buy options. There are a set of I think six different assets, and each of these assets are specific um, uh, like sets of infrastructure in the in the Puget Sound region. They might be companies. They might be specific initiatives, and you're betting on whether each of these assets is going to increase or decrease in value over the course of the round, based on the clues that we're, that we're giving to you at the beginning of each round. And so you can choose, a, as you bet on an asset, you can choose to either buy that asset, which means you think it's going to increase in value, or you can choose to short that asset, which means you think it's going to decrease in value. Um, and so... Um, <coughs> From 2045 going forward. So there, there'll be there'll be three rounds. Oh yeah. <laughs> you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna get more money from us. But if you do well with your bets, you will accumulate more money. You get money after each of rounds. Yeah. If you if you do well. There are no guarantees. There are no bailouts in this economy. Yeah. Yeah. You can give them each like three copies. Um, so the, the other part of this game is that each group is going to get one piece of insider information. Um, and that's a piece of information about the Seattle climate market, which has been obtained by this team up here through dubious means. <laughs> so in between rounds, we're going to encourage you to talk to other hedge funds in the room about how they're thinking about the market. Uh, and their secrets. You can choose to share your secret with other hedge fund in exchange for their secret. Um, now there's one, there is one trick to all of this. One of those secrets is actually false. <laughs> You're not gonna know which, ignore it, yeah, ignore it. Uh, we don't know which one it is, you don't know which one it is. So you'll- I you'll know which one it is. <laughs> um, Let's see what else. So, you keep in mind you can as you as you talk between hedge funds in between rounds, you can either share information, you can barter information, um, but you can also mislead each other. So be cognizant as you think about the conversations that you're having that the, the teams that you are talking to might be telling you something that's that's not true. Yeah, and and just in, uh, inviting you all into that larger game. You know, like the economy, like Wall Street, there's a metagame that goes on, right? There's the rules that everyone says, you know, and then there's, you know, the rules you make up and go along with. So <laughs> we encourage you to fully lean into this game where you could have a public betting strategy that you tell other factions about and a private betting strategy. You could have a head fake betting strategy. Um, you, you know, go to town. Go to town. This is, this is, uh, this is late stage capitalism, so... You know, work with it. Secrets? Work with it. Yeah. All right. So Renee, Renee is now passing out your insider trading information. Make. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um. So wait, 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 wait. Before before we get distracted, any questions before I read the clue for the first round? Yes, in the back. The big piece of paper is ground rules, and those, those different categories are the at the bottom are the things that you can bet on during the rounds. So you can either buy or short each of those assets. You can, have, you can do three, you can make three bets each round, but it can be on any of those. Does each team get one false piece of it? 
No, they're each piece, each team gets one piece of insider trading information. And one of ours is false. One of them is false, but we don't know which one. No, they're they're three true, one false. All right. Well, see, we're already giving you false information. <laughs> the rules are murky. Anything could happen. I happen to know that there's one one false piece of information. No. So you can you can choose each round. You can make three bets. Yeah, and we're going to be handing out slips of uh, betting slips for you to use. So, sorry. Okay, guys, can we be quiet for just one second? You can choose to spend your full bet your full hundred million in the first round if you'd like. No, there are no. We're not going to keep you from be from betting the farm. Any other questions about the rules or the way the game works before we get started? Okay, can you hand out the betting slips, please? Each team should have three betting slips. Should be these guys. Okay, are you guys ready for the first round? Listen carefully because this clue is going to help inform your bets in round one. All right. It sounds like a lot of you guys are talking amongst yourselves, but you really think that you'd want to hear the clue. We want to hear the clue. It just benefits the listener. All right. I realize you guys have been sitting all day, and I'm excited for you to not listen in just a minute, but you probably want to hear this. Okay. Powered by over 2,000 microsatellites, the new sea level models from Planet Labs alert the world that 30% of Antarctica's remaining ice will melt in the next 24 months. The Puget Sound area needs to fortify its climate defense because the flooding may overrun its infrastructure. But it also needs to get serious about its future bets on food security because parts of the region's farmland may be at risk. Seen at the time as a priority over South Seattle, the North Seattle active flood barriers were constructed first in 2035, but they're built on older hardware and software. The South Seattle active flood barrier is less thorough, and people are concerned that it, doesn't act, it won't effectively protect the population. However, the South Seattle system has newer technology built on the supermaterial graphene, the flooding is coming, and with it, a giant opportunity to make or lose money. May the volatility be with you. All right. Are you ready to find out? Are you ready to find out if you're going to be able to buy that overpriced Bremerton waterfront property, that third home? All right. So the flood hits, and at first, it seems like it's the new sea levels aren't as bad as everyone thought. Then the South Seattle active flood barrier begins leaking before failing altogether, leading to mass evacuations in Columbia City, Burien, White Center, and the surrounding areas. Based on all simulations, the barrier should have held. No one knows why it failed, or if they do, they aren't talking. 
While the Skagit Valley experiences minor flooding, its infrastructure and land are mostly intact. However, the fear over future sea level rises means two things. Number one, the co-op takes a hit, a financial hit, on the futures market. Number two, the Chan Zuckerberg Institute, in partnership with the Gates Foundation, sends a local and global opportunity. They've developed a new strain of experimental drought and flood-resistant genetically modified soy, wheat, corn, and rice that's also extremely well-suited for vertical farming in cities. The crops are still a prototype, but they've shown enough promise that the CZI and Gates start buying up real estate in Ballard and begin a building spree of vertical farms. It's the biggest construction boom in the region since the Amazon explosion in the 20-teens. Finally, overwhelmed with the wreckage in South Seattle, the city and state contract Amazon to use their robotics fleet to help with the cleanup and restoration. Here are the outcomes, and we will pass this around for you all. Chan Zuckerberg fleet as a plus 2x uh, on your investment. Vertical farming, plus 2x. South Seattle flooding barrier, negative 1x. South Seattle real estate, negative 1x. Skagit, negative 1x. Amazon, plus 1x. And Ballard real estate, plus 2x. Now, uh, ready to reveal the results of your investments. I think you did pretty well, actually. So, we have Fun45, uh, got 125. Atlantis, 130. Disaster Max, 120. Well, you can, you can debate it, because uh, you can come up. Um, don't worry, if you, if you disagree with your math, you can come up and talk to us about it. I mean, the government loves taking a little uh, when you're not paying attention, so. We had a rogue agent on the, on the market floor this time around, so I apologize for that. So what happened was someone did the math very incorrectly on that on that one. So we just double checked it and fixed it. So the the other members of of the uh, calculation team calculated all three other groups together. So I feel more confident in those ones. But if you if you want, all right, you guys ready for round two? Okay, round two. Are you guys ready? Are you guys ready to go back into the hedge fund fold? Climate change has been good to Russia, and also brought them closer to their ally China. Together, they form a robotics, hacking, and agricultural alliance. The melting of the Siberian permafrost has made Russia even more of an agricultural powerhouse. And with natural gas and oil less relevant in the global economy, agriculture is really the only thing the Russian economy has going for it. Because of this, they staged a multi-pronged hack on the Puget Sound infrastructure and its key economic players. Russia and China wanted to cause general havoc in the region. But Seattle has also become a technological and cultural threat to both of Russia and China's international interests. What infrastructure is in trouble, and who threatens Chinese and Russian interests? It may be unethical to profit off the illegal cyber attacks of others, but for this round, may the hacksploitation be with you. (laughs) 
Okay. Well, this got ugly. Remember that North Seattle flood barrier that held in the Great Flood? Well, climate karma is a bitch. And since it was a little older, it was, of course, running an old version of Windows 17 riddled with exploits. The hack brought down the barrier controls flooding most of Ballard. The fancy new Zuckerberg Gates vertical farms were fine, sort of, but the rest of the real estate market was shot. China and Russia also had a particular interest in hurting Zuckerberg and Gates, who both are heavily vested in cutting-edge agriculture technology, especially in Africa, a.k.a. China's colonial content, uh, continent. While they didn't hurt the vertical farms, the Chinese were also able to inflict massive damage on Zuckerberg and Gates' robotics fleet. Finally, turns out the Skagit Valley Robo Agriculture Cooperative is overflowing with hacker and machine learning talent. A combination of young ideal idealist programmers and more mature world-class machine learning and engineering talent who wanted to escape the massive corporate bureaucracies or escape the red-hot tech megacities like San Francisco and Seattle and New York to be more connected to the land and see themselves as building a better, more sustainable future. Goddamn insufferable Reddit form idealists. Culturally, their community of hybrid libertarian socialist technologists value resiliency and freedom over productivity. That means a lot of their agricultural hardware and software is open source. And many of their systems are redundant, supported by mesh networks or repairable without sending it back to the manufacturer. When the vertical farms and their robotic fleets were in trouble, the region turned to its locally grown militant hacker farmers to save the day. <laughs> Outcomes. Ballard Real Estate, negative 2x. Chan Zuckerberg Robotics, negative 2x. Skagit Valley uh, Co-op goes positive 3x. North Seattle Flood Barrier, negative 2x. South Seattle Real Estate, plus 2x. Amazon Robotics, plus 2x. So. Oh, vertical farming. Uh, vertical farming was unaffected, actually. Surprise. All right, round three. This is the big one. Literally the big one. All right. Well, shit. We knew this day was coming. Seismic models. Can we get everyone's attention? Talkers, talkers. Hey, you, you guys over there. I'm looking at you, redhead. Look lovely. Uh, well, shit. We knew this day was coming. Seismic models show an 85% chance of the big one hitting the region in the next 30 to 90 days. The massive earthquake will have implications for flooding, food security, infrastructure, and the economy at large. Who will prepare and deal with the aftermath? While still recovering from the Chinese and Russian hacks, the Zuckerberg Gates robotics fleet has grown. Their vertical farms are the newest buildings in the city, constructed with the best in breed Chinese-made graphene, which is stronger than diamond. You may already have your earthquake preparedness kit, but you better get your earthquake get-rich-quick kit. It may feel wrong, but hey, who are we kidding? We're capitalists, and this is a once-in-a-10,000-year opportunity. Besides, do you want to get stuck on the rock while Elon Musk and Sergey Brin are dropping acid on Mars and playing rogue gravity augmented reality games at Burning Man 2.0? So, you got 10 minutes. Uh, get your bets in. This is for all the marbles. All right, you guys ready to see the finals? 
So, Disaster Max is leading the pack with 320. They had some very well-placed bets in this last round. Uh, just behind them, well, significantly behind them, really. Atlantis coming in strong second. And then Fun 45, 185. And Net Zero. We have what? Okay, we have. <laughs> All right. So, you guys have 10 minutes to figure out your bets for this round. Let's do it. You can still pull ahead. Okay, are you guys ready for the final reveal? I've seen a lot of wheeling and dealing in this room over the last hour and a half. It's very impressive. A lot of people trying to uh, convince the leaders of the market to reveal the secrets of the market, which as we all know never works. Um, so yeah, right before the big quake, there was the big leak. All of those free-minded hackers and engineers in the Skagit Valley RoboAg co-op were really sketched out by the Zuckerberg and Gates proprietary GMO strategy. After months of digging, the co-op got their hands on internal documents that showed despite Gates and Zuckerberg's marketing claims, the GMOs were mostly a bust. The region had been betting to fill their bellies on technological vaporware. But it gets worse for Mr. G and Mr. Z. They also built all of those fancy new vertical farms with the same material used for the South Seattle's doomed flood barriers. Chinese-made graphene. It turns out that's what killed the barrier during the flood round. While graphene is a sound material, China had been pumping out faulty graphene climate infrastructure for over a decade. One of the hedge funds got intel from other governments around the world who experienced infrastructure failure due to faulty graphene. But big companies and governments kept the problem secret for years because they didn't want to cause panic for citizens or their shareholders. After the quake, almost every one of the vertical farm buildings collapsed, leaving Ballard a shell of its former overpriced Scandinavian self. So sad. Once again, the region relied on the Skagit co-op to fill the round of the food supply. I guess the lesson here is the same one that British and Union forces learned the hard way. You should never bet against militant farmers. Especially when they know how to build and program adaptive robot swarms. So the results. The co-op went way up 4x. Gates, negative 1x. Vertical farming, negative 1x. Real estate in Ballard, negative 1x. And Amazon went up 2x. So, we have the results. That's fine. It's fine. Just <laughs> we had a come from behind victory. So, in third place, the winner of Miami Real Estate and a set of steak knives is Atlantis. Woo. Seems fitting. Seems fitting. Better make sure that basement's concrete. In second place, which as a reminder is receiving an invite to Jeff Bezos' robotic slave warehouse space station. Not a relaxing exi existence, but at least you'll be off the rock. We have Disaster Max. Your bets are good. monetizing the apocalypse. They were just conservative. You yeah. Just, uh, yeah. 
And in first place, with an invite to Elon Musk's luxury Mars colony estate, is Fun45, which went all in on Amazon in this last round. Bold. A bold, bold strategy that paid off. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys. So congratulations to all of our large winners tonight. Um, we will all be winning shortly at the after party. Um, in the meantime, does anyone, would you guys like to share your secrets? Can we go around and just have, hear, hear the secrets from each team? Insider trading info. Let's start with you guys. Do you have it? You, you can just summarize it. So our secret was that the, Zucker, um, the Zuckerberg and the Gates Foundation would have the GMOs and like that whole vertical farming thing. And, and what was it? That they were good or that they were? Oh, that they were good. Ah, yeah. you got the lie. <laughs> you got the lie. But they but still it won. worked. They still it won. worked. No, they didn't win. <laughs> oh, you didn't? Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. What was yours? Um, ours was that. Amazon's robots were going to be awesome at cleaning up disasters, hence the big bet at the uh -huh. end. Yeah. <laughs> they leverage their insider information to its fullest. Okay. All right. Um, we knew about the uh, Skagit Valley Hacker Collective um, and that the vaporware was going to be a thing with the nice. Zuckerberg. And the nice. That's so great. I think it worked. We were just too conservative was the, with our yeah. bet. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And what was your, your so yours was the uh, graphene. You knew it. Yeah. Yeah. We knew the graphene was flawed in the first round, which is how we bet early. Yeah. And then we were just a little too conservative in the third round because we shorted the graphene again. I wanted to go 100. You, you, you could have twisted knife. Yeah. So did anyone, did anyone trade information with other hedge funds? Yeah, what an exchange oh, that's a good, for? That's a good one. Did you, they for as an exchange, or they just? Why well, you just told them? Because we're a, a, a B Corp and we're a social wow. good company. Wow. Diluted strategy, though. You could have had three times as much money and had like ten NGOs funded. I mean, <laughs> anyway. Any, any other any other thoughts or reflections? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. We yeah. have some successful heads. Yeah, you guys were you guys were good. <laughs> Still just the one. You don't really want to win. It's all April. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you would have all made more money. That's a that's an interesting reflection because when it comes to climate change, right? We society needs a shared risk model, but right now we're just kind of headed towards this uh, climate casino, you might call it. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other kind of thoughts or reflections on? Yeah, it's a good idea. We, uh, we, we, we've talked to some people uh, in the state government about mm -hmm. this. So I'll share one piece of reflection unless you have anything no, else you want. Yeah, so um, one of the things uh, why we designed this game was being able to experience and think about where climate change is going, not from like, it's scary, blah, blah, blah. It, there's power in, in fitting into the role of a powerful actor like a government or someone trying to make money on it, saying what is actually going to happen. Um, and I think people who are generally good actors who see you know, immorality in 
systems like this, there's kind of two things you can do with a piece of strategic insight, right? You can be a journalist and you can write about it and get it out and tell the world, which is good, you wanna do that. Then if you're on Wall Street, if you have a piece of strategic insight, you uh, cross-reference it and see, you know, is it true? Is this insider information accurate? And then you leverage the shit out of it, right? You get lots of money, you have Twitter bots to make sure that people think that thing is gonna happen, and then boom, you've got a multi-billion dollar short. So if you, uh, if you wanna make sure that we don't just end up in disaster capitalism, I encourage you to think offensively and think uh, in that leveraged way um, so that if you've got good insight and you're thinking about how to make the world better, how do you do it with leverage and power? So, yeah. yeah. Hi, my name's Brett and I'm actually a recruiter for Goldman Sachs. <laughs> got a sign up sheet in the lobby. All right, thank you guys so much for, for playing and participating. <laughs>